Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is a day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. I've got my cup of coffee, and I'm ready to share with you today. And today is an exciting day because we are also recording this uh, live on video. So uh, those of you that are watching on video, thanks so much for joining us. Those that are listening on the podcast, thank you for being here We are drinking a really good cup of coffee, and we are talking about the freedom that we have in Jesus Christ. And so that's what we share about here. And so grab your cup and just join us today. We'd love for you to uh, just be with us. Thank you so much for those of you that have been with us this entire time. If you want to catch the video, I'll put a link in the description to our YouTube channel, and you'll be able to catch the video if you'd rather uh, follow all of these through video. We're going to start videotaping these now. So anyway, today I want to share, you know, uh, this, this ministry, this podcast that we have a ministry with called Freedom For You is all about freedom in Christ. And I want to talk today about why that is. Why do I share this message of freedom in Christ? There's a reason for it. There's a reason that I have chosen this, that God's given me this message. And, and that's why, and, and, and a reason why he wants me to, to share it, to speak it to other people. And so, so that's why I do what I do. This is, this is why this podcast is here. It's why, why that I coach uh, men to find freedom from unwanted behaviors, whether it be sexual addictions, pornography, things like that, but also just to embrace the freedom that they already have in Jesus. And so there's really a couple of main reasons why. But that's the whole purpose of this podcast, of our ministry, Freedom For You, is that if the Son has set you free, you are free indeed. And we shout that from the rooftops and we say, now embrace that and walk in that freedom. And so that's what we share about. So there's, but here's, here's the reason why this is so important. This is personal for me. This is personal for me because I, you know, I, I've, I've pretty much been in church my whole life. Uh, I, I, I trusted Christ for salvation at seven years old. Uh, but I lived probably around 30 years of my Christian life not really knowing my freedom in Christ, still trying to go after freedom, still trying to think I was missing freedom, still trying to strive to get it and not realizing I already had it. And so that's what I want to talk about. And there's two, really a couple of main reasons why. On the one hand, there was this uh, addictive behavior, which for me was pornography, that I was going to, that was this fleshly behavior that I was going to, which started in my mid-teenage years, uh, was going to, uh, and I couldn't seem to break free from it. For 20 years, struggled with being able to, to find freedom from that. And so, so that obviously lied to me in, in, in saying that this is, number one, what I really wanted, and number two, that I couldn't break free from it, that it was just going to be a part of my life for the rest of my life. And, and so that was, that was on one, one angle. There was this behavior that I couldn't seem to stop doing. And then on the other, on the other side of it, there was the, what I would call more the positive flesh or the religious flesh. There was, I developed kind of this persona of seeking approval through performance, through getting other people to like me, you know, things like that. And so out of that, then came this performance approval kind of uh, religiosity that developed uh, for other people, but also toward God. So I had two fronts that I was kind of dealing with, this addictive behavior that I couldn't stop doing, and then trying to do all 
of the things that I thought I should be doing for other people to like me, for God to like me, and all this. And, and all of it was based on a core, a core lie. I had several, several lies, but there's been one, one core lie that was, that was prevalent during this time, which was, I'm unworthy. So it went from I'm, you know, feeling unworthy, feeling unacceptable, feeling rejected, to now believing that lie and saying, you know what, I am unworthy. That's that was like my, what my core identity, what I thought it was, and so, so this message of freedom, that that freedom comes through a person, was, was in some ways foreign to me because number one, I didn't really hear it talked about. Sure, I had Jesus, but, you know, it was still kind of up to me, to stop doing this behavior. And do all the right behaviors, so that was on one hand, and, and I and I didn't really know who I was. So the, the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because it's personal. It's personal. I would say I've experienced freedom in both of those areas of my life now because it wasn't because of anything that I did. It was actually truly embracing the finished work, the freedom that was purchased on my behalf through the finished work of Jesus Christ. And, and fully embracing that, like, like not really knowing how free that I was, not really truly embracing and knowing that the Son had set me free. And I've said this before many times on this podcast, but I say it again. I didn't really, I didn't really understand, number one, that I was fully free. And then number two, of course, I didn't understand how to walk in that freedom. So I've said this before. We are free. Christians are free. Are, are, we're free from sin. We're free from all of that. We're free from the law. We're free from legalism. We're free from all of that. But we're not always walking in that freedom, not always living from the freedom that we already have. It's just like we've, we've talked about how we're now in the Spirit. We're in Christ, right? But there's, the Bible says there's two ways we can live that out. We can walk that out. We can walk by the Spirit, which we already have, or we can walk after the flesh. We're still in the Spirit. We're not jumping back into the flesh. We're still in the Spirit, but there's two ways to live it out. Same way with freedom. Freedom is a done deal. It's a, it's a factual reality. It is a completed work that Christ purchased on the cross for us. And through His resurrection, now we have this new life, this new identity, which is free from the power of sin, free from uh, the lying beliefs, all of that. But here's the thing. Uh, we're not always walking by that freedom. And I wasn't. I didn't, first of all, I didn't really understand how free I was. And second, I didn't understand this idea of walking in freedom. So the first work that God really had to do through His Spirit was, was set, me, set me free again. Not again, but set me, it convinced me that I really truly was free. And, believe, and, to, get, and to believe it, to accept it, to embrace it, to, to say, you know what, yeah, he, he had exchanged this old identity of being dead in my sin to now this new identity. Because everything I was doing on this side of the fleshly behavior was based on a lie. Based on a lie. Both sides were based on a lie. But this lie was, I'm unworthy, so I'm going to go after a behavior that's going to feed my worthiness. Make me feel accepted, worthy, whatever. And that was pornography. Okay? That, was, that was providing a false, it was providing a false need, but yet I was still going to it. Because in some way it was... It was, I, I believed it was meeting that need, but in the reality, it was just making me thirstier and thirstier. So, so this, this, this understanding, first of all, that he had set me free. Real freedom is not the freedom to sin. It's freedom from sin. And I didn't realize truths in Romans 6. We talked about how 
been set free from the power of sin, that that's no longer my identity, that I really don't want to sin. I believe the lie that that's just who I am. I'm just kind of a sinner and I'm going to do the best I can, God, but you're kind of disappointed with me and you're waiting for me to get my act together and I'll you know, try harder next time and I'm sorry and all this kind of stuff. I told God I'm sorry hundreds of times. But I didn't really understand this idea that I was I'm dead to the power of sin. Real freedom comes from knowing that you're dead to sin as a power source in your life. So that was the first area of freedom is he had to understand that freedom was now my new power source. He being freedom... Because when I use that word freedom, I'm talking about Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about some political concept or some even biblical concept. I'm talking about the person of Christ. For if the Son has set you free, you're free indeed. Freedom is a person. So I was understanding that I didn't have to... Freedom wasn't a concept that I had to go after or go get. It was, a, it was already a true reality that was living in me. And so now freedom was Jesus and freedom was my source to say no to those unwanted behaviors. Instead of me trying harder, it was resting on what he already did and saying, go God, because he's the only one that has defeated already the flesh and he's the only one that can continue (laughs) to defeat the flesh. Me trying harder, me trying to focus on the sin, saying no to the sin, saying no to the behavior is going to fail every time. And that's what I lived for probably 20 years of trying trying to deal with it that way. So the son had set me free and I was like, yes, I really can be free of this because number one, I already am. And number two, then Jesus is my freedom source. He is my power source to be able to say no. That's why this message is so powerful because then it changed my identity. Not only was my source changed, which was in Christ, okay, my, at least my focus. He was already there. He was always there. I just wasn't choosing to live from him. I still thought I was missing something. I was lacking something. But then also then realizing that now freedom was my identity. Freedom was my new identity. And I could live from this place of being worthy, being accepted, and being free, and being in Christ, and being fully loved, fully liked, fully delighted in, fully embraced because I was his much-loved son and was doubting that. Have you doubted that? I'm sure you have. I'm sure you've doubted at times whether God loves you. I'm sure probably doubted whether he likes you or not. Well, he's not liking that behavior that you're doing, right? But it's like this embracing of the God is delighting in me. He's delighting in you as his much-loved son and daughter. And so that was, that, was a, that was a working. All of this is by the supernatural working of the Holy Spirit, to convince me, and I at some point had to say, had to choose to agree with it, to agree with God, to reject those lying beliefs. Because again, the core of all of this, you want to get to the root of all of this, it's a lie of some kind. What lie have you bought into? There may be several, but there's probably one or two core ones. And I found that that one or two core ones typically have to do with love, acceptance, value, one of those kind of variations, and also approval. Those are kind of some core lies, and, and they're very, very effective in getting us to go to behaviors that are destructive in our lives, and also they get us to try to perform uh, a certain way so that other people and God will accept us more. So this new identity now, this new identity of being free, And now realizing, wow, 
I'm dead to sin. I'm dead to that. There's no life in that. I don't really want to do it because I still thought I kind of wanted to do it. It was like saying yes to this freedom in Christ, saying yes to Jesus. The, 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 the truth is I wasn't going to stop doing this behavior until the greater reality of Christ in me became more prevalent. I was convinced of that more. And I tell guys that all the time, you got Jesus, but until that reality becomes the greater reality that I'm convinced, Paul talks about, he uses words being convinced. He's convinced of these things, right? That the Spirit of God convinces us that, that we really are free, that we're dead to the, we're dead to the power of sin, we're de- dead to lust, we're dead to all that. And now we can choose to live from Him as our source. That was on the one side. Then the other side over here was letting go of the performance, letting go of what other people thought of me, letting go of the religion, letting go of all the things that I thought I had to do to become acceptable, to be acceptable, to be worthy. And God was saying, Matt, you already are in me. And other people are going to hurt you, yes. Other people are going to reject you. Other people are going to not accept you at times. I mean, if anyone understands, we just celebrated Easter, right, and Good Friday. If anyone understands rejection, it's our, it's Jesus. It's our Lord and Savior, Jesus. He was rejected by pretty much everybody at the end of his life. They nailed him to a cross. He empathizes. He knows what we're going through when we're dealing with this. So here I was trying to create a different version of myself so that other people would like me, so that other people would be pleased with me. And it was this performance mentality that I eventually had to give up, had to let go of, because I needed to understand that was fully ple- God was fully pleased with me and fully embracing me, and there was nothing I needed to do or not do to be any more loved by Him, to be any more accepted, to be any more worthy, to be any more free. And now I could simply choose to walk in the freedom that I already had. So on two fronts, there was two lying beliefs. It was the lie of unworthiness to go to these behaviors that were reinforcing the lie. And that's where it gets so tough because these these lies uh, die hard. They're hard to let go of because we actually, after a while, we think that they're true because either our behavior has proved it or, or other people have reinforced it over time we just we accept it as reality it doesn't have to be that way i kept wondering why for 20 years was i going to be a behavior that i didn't really want to go to and then now on the other side it's like it's discovering that i was going to it because it was the deepest sense of reality of worthiness that i had at the time it was the deepest sense of acceptance in some ways and it was comfortable it was what i knew that was going to always be there for me as that place of of acceptance when my feelings were having that you know having those stinking feelings and those stinking thoughts and then on the other side was the performance side where the lie the lie there was I got to go out there and get the approval of other people and God and so I've got to serve him and do all the right things and I was I was doing a bunch of things and I eventually it just was exhausting and burnt out and, and I will say that God God set me free on both fronts. And that's why this message is so is so important to me because it's personal. And I get emotional because 
because even though I'm still a work in progress and God is trans continuing to transform me and renew my mind to these truths, I'm a lot farther along than I was 10 years ago because that's about when the journey began for me. On the one front, first of all, from this fleshly behavior, but then on the other front of also letting go of all the religiosity that I had in my life. And now just him convincing me that, Matt, you're free. Matt, you're free. You are free. Sometimes that voice, the still small voice, right? Sometimes it can be very, very difficult to hear. It can be very difficult to discern out of all the other voices that we're hearing, right? But that's the voice that's the powerful voice. That's the voice that's truth, the voice of truth. Is always there, the Spirit of God in us. And this is all done through the supernatural working of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to share a verse here in a minute, but I want to, I want to just say to you, that's why I share this message. Um, that's why it's so important to me. That a lot of the, the truths that I share, I didn't hear a lot of those, uh, you know, being a part of the church and still even in, in some, some other messages that I hear out there with dealing with addictive behaviors. It's all still mostly about what you're doing and not doing. And then my message is Christ has set you free. He's accomplished it. Now live from it. Live from it's. I've used this example before. I'll use it again. I got a cup of coffee here, right? My, my cup is full of coffee. It's there. The coffee is there. But if I don't take a drink from it, I'm not going to experience it. It's still going to be there. The coffee's still there. It's not going anywhere. But to experience it, to live from it, to experience the coffee, I've got to take a drink from it. And so Jesus says, if you've got me, he says over and over in Scripture, if you've got me, you've got the living water. Now drink from me. You'll never thirst again. So we can actually drink from the living water of Christ in us. We can live from the freedom that's already done. And here's, here's the verse I want to share with you as I close today. But it's, it's actually the message translation of Galatians 5.1 and then a few verses below that. I love how the message translates this into kind of everyday uh, language. But it's Galatians 5.1, the message translation. It says, Christ has set us free to live a free life. So take your stand, exclamation point. Never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. Just make sure that you don't use this freedom as an excuse to do whatever you want to do and destroy your freedom. Rather, use your freedom to serve one another in love. And that's how freedom grows. And then later on it says... Um, Okay, live freely, animated and motivated by God's Spirit. In this last minute or two, I just want to, I mean, so Christ has set us free to live a free life. The freedom is already there. And now we can live the freedom. We can live the freedom journey because He's already set us free. So then we take our stand. We take courage. We can, you can take courage today. If you're struggling with a behavior, if you're struggling with an addiction, we can, we can take courage because... Because He set us free to live a free life. We have to believe that. That He didn't just come to forgive us of sin. We get to go to heaven someday. That we, but He actually set us free from these addictions. That's not our identity. And so then it says, never let anyone again put this harness of slavery. That's the other side I was talking about earlier where, where religion will tell you, 
Here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to stay away from. Here's all the things you need to do to be accepted by God. Don't let anyone put that harness of slavery on you. He says, and then he says also then, don't use this freedom as an excuse to do whatever you want. Are we free to do whatever we want? We are. Adam and Eve learned that, right? They're free to do whatever they want. But we can live from the freedom. True spiritual freedom is not the freedom to do whatever we want, to sin. It's, it's, the, it's the freedom to embrace who we already are and to live from that. And he says at the end, then live freely, animated and motivated by God's Spirit. I love that because what is our motivation? We talk about motivation. What's my motivation to, to stop looking at pornography? What's my motivation to stop, you know, stop trying to gain acceptance and approval from other people? It's God's Spirit in us who has already set you free. And now you're animated and motivated by His Spirit. That's your motivation. That's, that's what convinced me on both lies that I, I talked about earlier. That's why I share this message. God's supernatural Spirit in me revealed to me that I was already set free from this addiction. And it wasn't who I was. I could live free. And on the other side, He set me free from all the things that I thought I had to do to gain His approval and love. Both fronts, it was animated and motivated by God's Spirit. And at some point, I had to say, I accept that. I believe that. I embrace that. I walk in that. Is that you today? Is that, would you say you're dealing with, you know, maybe it may look differently. It may not be an addiction to pornography. It may be some other fleshly issue that you're dealing with that you can't seem to quite ever overcome. Maybe on the other hand, you're trying to, to live out of this validation or approval or acceptance of other people and you, you're not sure if you can really let that go because it's become such a, such, a, um, such a lying belief in your life but you've never really seen it as that. What does that look like in your own life? Because Christ has set us free to live a free life. I want you to hear that and that's why we share this message. This is not about, this is not about like, actually, reality is the deeper core of this is not about like saying no to pornography. The deeper reality is that Christ has set us free to live a free life. We have his life in us. So we can take our stand because, because he set us free. So I hope that encourages you. We're going to continue to kind of share this message. We would love for you to support us in any way you can. Uh, But thank you for joining us today. Reach out to us. We do offer one-on-one coaching. We have group coaching. We have a new men's group coming up. We'd love for you to also support this podcast and this ministry if you'd like to. There's a couple of ways you can do that. Um, And we'll leave a link to all of that. But uh, as we say here on this podcast, and as I take a drink of coffee as I leave... Come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time.